Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It may interest you to know. I'm Tony Ann Marcolini, and I'm really excited today to have with me uh, an up and coming uh, Cuban American singer, uh, and who's got a a, a a song right now that's just uh, very hot and climbing the charts. So, um, thank you for joining me, and welcome, Sasha Prendes. Hello. <laughs> So what I, I want to get to the, your latest hit, obviously, uh, but I, I always like to go back to the beginning. Uh, and from what I understand, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, you had, I guess, this passion for singing, obviously, when you were younger. Uh, I know you did some martial arts and stuff like that, which I'll get I'll get to as well. Uh, but I understand you learned how to sing from watching like Disney tapes. Yes. Is that right? True. This is true. Disney sing-along tape. Yep. <laughs> so this is like when you're young. So, I mean, are you uh, five years old? Are you seven, ten years old? Like, when does this, when does the singing bug hit you? I was talking so early as a toddler. Um, I believe I spoke before I walked. I have to, I have to ask my mother. <laughs> but, um, I mean, literally, I had a seizure at, like, one years old. And in the ambulance, my mom and I are singing the ABCs to, like, keep me awake, you know. So, I've, I've been singing for a long time. And my parents are, you know, we're Latinos, we're Cuban. So, there's always music playing. My grandparents always had music playing. So, I just think I was, like, born with rhythm in my genes. <laughs> okay, so now you deviate a little bit from that path of singing uh, to go into martial arts, right? Father, your father uh, had an interest in that. And you kind of followed his footsteps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, and you got good at it too. Like you won a, uh, as I understand, you won a championship. Multiple championships. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So don't mess with you. <laughs> no, don't. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it <laughs> well that i mean wow that's amazing and most women um you know try to take classes of some kind you know to learn how to defend themselves but to actually earn a championship in uh in martial arts is an, is an amazing thing thank you thank you <laughs> um so but now there comes a, a point where you say even though I'm doing so well at this. This is not what I want. Correct. And that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, doing it for four or five years, it was incredible. It was an incredible experience. I had actually, um, I was dancing before then. I was doing competitive dance. And that world, you know, even in the level that I was at, you know, at 10 years old, 11 years old, I was doing both. I was doing Taekwondo and I was dancing. The amount of bullying that I experienced in dance was atrocious. And I, you know, was raised to be kind and I was raised to stand up for myself. And so it was just so hard to deal with the level of pettiness. And I remember one time it really hurt my feelings that I wanted to have a solo. I was like, I want to do a solo. And I saw girls competing, dancing and singing at the same time. So I was like, this is perfect for me, you know? And uh, the teacher, the instructor said to my mom privately that she was like, I don't think Sasha's ready for a solo. And my mom's like, I'm willing to pay for, you know, classes for Sasha to train with you. 
And um, I, that really hurt my feelings. And it was that point that I left dance and literally walked down the street and started going to Taekwondo. And I went to Gocho's martial arts and that changed my entire life because everyone there is about respect, integrity, discipline. Mm. Like you walk into class and the first thing you do is bow before you get on the mat. And then you get there and you stand in Adis and you read, you know, you recite, you know, the, the, the mantra you, you recite, you know, the rules. It's like the, you know, the 10 commandments of, of martial arts. And it's like, I'm on time. I'm disciplined. I respect my peers and my instructors, you know? So that really changed my life. And then um, when it came to leaving the team, you know, I was on the Olympic training team. I was doing, you know, I was on peak performance. I was training uh, under various Olympians and it was hard. It was badass. But one day towards the end of my, my martial arts career, I got kicked in the face mm -hmm. and very few times have I been kicked in the face. You know, like it was my first time having like, a, a, and I fought boys, right? Because we're in class and they're less girls. And so I, I would fight the boys, which is what made me great. And homie kicked me in the face. The, the, nothing happened, but it was just like the, the, the shock. I don't know if you've ever been hit in the nose, but like, that is like, it, it completely paralyzes you. And I just remember losing my shit. And I was like, uh-uh, this was a sign because the whole time it was like, I want to be a pop star, right? I, I want to sing. I want to do this. Um, but, you know, I was also 12, 13, 14 years old. And in Kansas, you know, my parents didn't know how to how to get me involved in the entertainment industry. I mean, at the, especially at the time, it was it was pretty slim picking. So um, getting kicked in the face, you know, when you're really good and no one kicks you in the face and all of a sudden you have like a 180 pound man kick you in the nose. I was like, all right. I need to save That's... this face for for the next level, right? For for the for the ultimate goal. So that was that was at the end. But you know, I bowed out gracefully. Um, on my last year, I won a gold medal championship, and I qualified from winning um, to go and and I don't want to call it an, an audition, but it was basically like to go into uh, team trials where basically you fight all the other champions and then whoever wins gets to join like the USA Olympic team. So I qualified for that. And then I was just like, I can't like, these girls are badass. Like I, I don't have the commitment enough anymore, you know, to train six, seven days a week and continue to fight. So that was, that was when I was like, okay, I want to be a teenager. I want to cheer. I want to get involved in theater. And I did that. Wow. Yeah, what a role model uh, you are, truly. Um, well, for, first of all, I mean, I think uh, three cheers to the athletes that are out there that do train for the for the Olympics, yeah. uh, right? because that's just a, a lifelong uh, commitment that they give up. They do literally give up their 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 childhood and their teen years to dedicate to the single purpose of training, right? So yeah. that that is, you know, the the. Uh, really i have a lot of respect for uh, the people who do that um so let's let's say that uh but the thought that uh, you were mature enough i guess at that age or that point in your life 
to say, yes, I'm good at this. Look, look at the brass ring. Cause a lot of people would be somewhat mesmerized by the concept of being on the Olympic team. Uh, you know, the, the glory of that, uh, right. That they would uh, keep reaching for that and wouldn't have the ability to process on that level, right. To intellectually say, you know, I, I need to step off of this ride here, even though I'm so close to something so amazing yeah. uh, and to follow a passion, really to have the presence of mind or the self-knowledge to do that, uh, I, I I think is pretty impressive. More than that uh, is why I say you're truly a, a role model because at the point uh, that you are choosing something that's right for you, uh, and and taking the time to think about what's right for you at such a young age, uh, I think is a role model for young women everywhere. Uh, you know, to to know that one, you can work hard at something to achieve, and two, even if you're you know, even if you're at a point in your life at, at, that you've worked to get to at any point, if you're feeling your gut is telling you something is wrong, uh, not right for you. It's okay to follow that. It's okay to follow your gut and do what's right for you. So, so, um, um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to applaud you for that. I, you know, I really like how you just said, you know, you know, when to step off the ride. And I had a lot of guilt leaving the team. I had a lot of guilt and, and, even worse, there were other people on the team, other women who were really mean to me when I wanted to leave. Yeah. Like I decided to go and volunteer afterward and like, you know, still help train like the little kids and the little girls and stuff. And some of the older girls were just so mean to me. And I was like, all right, I don't know where this is coming from, but this is no longer the super healthy, incredible environment that I, you know, grew up in for the last several years. And, um, and like you said, it was, it was time for me to move forward. And and there's that concept, you know, where parents are like, you can't quit, right? Mm. They're like, you can't quit. And so my parents, you know, we had talked about it previously. And then when I won gold, I was like, okay, I can bow out gracefully now, you know, like I left on top. I didn't like keep going and have my morale super low and then get my ass kicked in the black belt division. And, you know, one of the hardest things about winning gold that year was not even the fight. It was that I had to lose like eight pounds in two days. So I'm wearing like a trash bag suit. I'm doing sit-ups in the parking lot in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, outside of the, you know, the big conference center where all the fights were. And the, you know, the, the bigger girls, they cut weight to get into my division. So, and then, you know, it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot like wrestling. It's a lot like UFC in the sense of, you know, you have to cut weight. You have to be in a certain division to make it fair for everyone. And that shit just became too much for me. And again, I was like, I want to be a pop star. You know, I gotta, I gotta now navigate. I'm on this next chapter of my life. I'm, I'm 15, going to be 16. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do something different. So, you know, don't feel bad. I guess my message to everyone is like, don't feel bad if you're no longer passionate about something, like give it your all, go for it. You know, when parents are like, you're going to play soccer this year. Okay. You're not going to quit midway through the season, you know? And, um, and, and I think that's super important to teach, you know, commitment. Um, but if you don't love it, don't do it. I, well, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I'm a cancer survivor. So for me, uh, life's about finding the joy and the passion, 
uh, right? It's life is too short, truly, uh, to spend uh, significant periods of time on things that you're not experiencing joy with, right? Yeah. So, Molly, I, I agree with you. Follow, follow your passion. Um, so yeah. you do, you do follow your passion, right? <laughs> so let's talk about that. How, how do you find your way uh, towards the this career, this beautiful career you're you're in now? You know, moving to New York seven years ago was the greatest decision of my life. Um, I've been through a lot of things, you know, nothing like cancer. Um, so again, I, I'm so happy that you are, that you are happy and healthy and, and living your life to the fullest. That is, that is huge being a survivor. My aunt had breast cancer and, you know, it's, it's super difficult. So, um, I applaud you for that and being a fighter. You are also a Thank role you. model. Thank um, you. You know, moving to New York was huge. And uh, my dad lives out here and a big chunk of my family lives out here because I was born in Jersey and then moved to Kansas as a kid. So, you know, so I grew up, you know, 18, 20 years in the Midwest. So coming back was amazing. And it was really just a lot of trial and error. It was like connecting with people on Instagram. Oh, you make music. Oh, you want to take my photo. Let's do a photo shoot. Let's collab. Um, and then you know, one thing led to another and you continue to meet people. And then, you know, I did my first EP in 2019, uh, 2020, I did another EP with Hanan Rubenstein, who is a phenomenal producer and guitarist and literally plays every single instrument and is a vocal coach. Like I can't like, like Hanan is like, is like, to me, you know, um, and then this last year, Hanan just put me and D Lawrence, my current producer, um, with Asia Live Records in a group chat and was like, you guys should work together. And the magic just kind of went from there. I mean, D and I just have such a good connection. We're always cracking up. We're always laughing. I'm super silly. I know I'm composed right now, but I'm a total goofball in the studio and, and, uh, and, it, you know, we made magic and that's how shake this came to be now before i get to shake this let me ask do you write your your own material or do you find you pair yourself with songwriters so my entire career has been me writing my own songs um this is the first time i have sang someone else's song and when i say someone else's song it's it's also like it's still my song too in the sense that you know you Dina, put your own, you put your own spin on it I make it my own. And, and that was the cool part. He's like, I don't know how you do this. Like I wrote it like this and then you just did it like this. And he'll be like, I like that. We're, we're going to keep that. Um, but you know, he wrote it and he wrote it with me in mind. He literally woke up one day. I mean, we're very close. Right. So we talk about, you know, personal experiences. And I remember one day he said, he goes, he woke up one morning. It was just like, I got to shake this. And was like, and yeah. then called me and was like, get to the studio right now. And he was like, here's the song, shake this up. And I was like, cool, D, cool. That's a, <laughs> I guess we'll just figure it out when we get there. And and that's the best way to work, in my opinion, is, is you know, improv and on the spot. And, and D. Lawrence is a fucking genius, like musical genius, lyrical, lyrical genius. And, um, and that's how, that's how the song came about. I didn't even, I, I really didn't know that it would be, you know, so well received. So very, very grateful that that well, happened. Well, you do, you have this song, you just, you just said, you know, shake this, that's a, uh, really just a, such a popularity that it's, it's grown so quickly, like the, the song. Um, so 
let's talk about that. Uh, you know, for congratulations. I mean, so, some artists are in it, you know, their whole career and never get a hit. And you have one that's uh, truly becoming a fast favorite. Um, so what's that like? What's that like to record? And, and how was it recording the song? It was freaking hilarious. We're in there cracking up the whole time, you know. Time to throw away the compromising. It was just like, oh, we got to let go of these things that are holding us down. And so that's where that's where it came from. It's an uplifting song. It makes you feel good. But, it, you know, it talks about some deep shit. You know, like, I've been like kind of hiding, like improvising, my own demising. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, like when we get into these dark spirals and we and we you know have these these negative thoughts just ruminating in our minds and then it's just like we got to shake this and uh it's my first like a uh, positive uplifting song actually no just kidding I have another song that I wrote called Brooklyn which is like my love song to Brooklyn and, and to a, a Brooklyn boy that I fell in love with but I write sad girl music so like <laughs> be prepared for when like my personal albums come out in the future they're they're gonna be a little more acoustic and a little more sad, you know, but, uh, but that's the cool part about D is I'm actually an incredibly happy person. I am happy all the time. I am positive. I have high energy. I don't know how, but I just do. And um, it, it's nice to work with someone who can pull that out of me, you know? Well, now talk to me about what the, cre I, I focus a lot in the podcast about the creative process uh, and it looks so different mm -hmm. to everybody. Uh, right. I've, I've had authors on. I, I've had uh, musicians on. Uh, and, and everybody says something a little bit different. You know, some people create uh, spontaneously. Uh, some people plan out. Right. And I think authors show that the most. Like some people need to, you know, outline every chapter in advance, have everything prepared, think the whole story out. Some people can only write uh, sitting behind the computer with their fingers on the keyboard. Otherwise, they, they're, they're only existing, you know you know, ready to go. Like they can't do it any other way. And everybody has such a different process. I've had people who have, I have to go jogging or, you know, I, my things come to me when I'm in the shower, you know, uh, what's that look like to you? What's your creative process like? I feel inspiration at all times of the day. Like there is no real moment, you know, and when I've been going through a lot of things or breakups or, you know, like got my feelings hurt or, or not, or had that like first time feeling, you know, which I've been, which is what I like to write about. That's where my positive songs come from. It's that first time feeling, you know, it's before the first 90 days, like before you start seeing all the red flags, you just capture that moment. And, and it's like, you know, like a snapshot in time. And, you know, for me, if I have a lot going on, I cannot just like start singing without recording it. Because if I do, the first thing that comes out of my mouth is usually the best, is usually the thing I'm going to work with. And to like let it out and then forget about it, which I do, you know, I kind of like hold it all in and then something will be like, okay, I just need to think. And then I'll just press record and I'll just start singing or I'll take out the guitar or I'll play like a beat off YouTube and we'll just freestyle. All of my songs are freestyles originally, just like me letting out and telling the story. No, oh, I love that. Um, do so do you play an instrument then? A little bit, yeah. I'd yeah. call myself a I'd call myself a novice in guitar. Nothing nothing crazy. <laughs> okay, now let's talk let's get a deep dive a little bit on on Shake This. Uh you remember your first time performing it live? 
sure do, <laughs> sure do, at my album release party, um, which was awesome. It went great. Like, I was so happy. I, I was like, wow, that was, that was fabulous. Um, and then since then, singing it live, you know, it's just been so smooth and comfortable. Like, yeah, I get a little nervous before I go on stage, but it's, it's, now like just embedded in the back of my head you know I know how to sing it so now you recorded a great video for it the <laughs> right video, the video is so cute it's just yeah so it goofy. is it is it's a great video um so who now who's I you know did you come up with the idea for the video um or was it a, a collaboration or how did that work it was all D D Lawrence oh. He had the vision. He's also a director, producer. You know, he just a little bit, he literally is a jack of all trades. And he was like, this is the vision I have for the video. And then once again, here we are on set. And it's like, all right, this is what you're going to do. And I'm like, okay. And then of course I had my own, my own spin to it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great video. Um, so now let's talk of the song. I mean, it, it's, uh, I mean, it's doing so well it's been so well received uh, tell me a little bit about that what, what's your experience now or you know what are what are people saying to you at this point like Everyone are they loves the track. over to you like oh my goodness I love your song I mean are you getting yeah. a lot of positive feedback from fans so much positive feedback it has been so well received abroad as well which makes me really happy you know um we have a Spanish version and an English version Oh, cool. So the Spanish version has actually been kicking butt. So I'm like, wow, okay, this is great. You know, in other countries that aren't predominantly Spanish speaking. So it's really nice to have, you know, people who speak, you know, so many different languages and the song is still resonating with them, you know, regardless that it's not in their native language. And that makes me really happy because that's, that's the message, right? That's, that's the groove of the song. It's not just the lyrics. It's also the vibe. It's how it makes you feel, you know, biologically right music is the one thing that just connects all of us and we still scientifically don't even understand why that is but i think it's just like the movement of like our cells and how we how our bodies are constantly you know rebuilding themselves and it's all this energy transfer and and it's some science stuff that i'm not specialized in but it, it makes me feel amazing that people love the song truly it's so it's just so validating for all the years of hard work you know well, there's something about music, right? And I'm certainly this is not a unique statement to me, right? But there's this something about music that truly freezes a moment in time for us, right? I mean, you can play there's various songs in my life that will literally bring me to the moment, uh, right? That you hear the song and you're right back in the moment you were the first time you either heard it or uh, that it was playing during something that was happening in your life. Music has the unique ability to do that, uh, right? Because I know of really nothing else, no other. I mean, people say uh, uh, olfactory senses, like your smell can bring you back to the, you know, but but yeah. music absolutely brings you to the moment you are in, uh, yeah. like nothing other. And you can relive those emotions all right. So so that's a really powerful tool uh, to, to have, like that you are creating something that may mean so much to somebody and again, may help permanently freeze their moment. Uh, so, I, you know, I do think that uh, that's a, almost a burden to carry, isn't it? 
uh, knowing that you're going to have that significant impact in somebody's life, like very little other art does. And that is something that I love. Um, I heard a line that was many years ago and it was like, you know, music and whatever current music is out is the soundtrack of your life. You know, there's a, there are these memories that you have, you know, like Y2K, like, you know, you put some jams on, put some Britney on and I'm like, oh yeah, this is my song. And like, I remember, you know, being in, in fifth grade and making up dances and whatnot. Um, but also too, like to be the soundtrack of your, of your life. I mean, that's, that's what I want because so many other artists were the soundtrack of mine, you know, for the good times and the bad times. And music is also very freeing. Um, and, and so it's, it's a responsibility, but it's one that I believe that I was born to carry and I'm strong enough, you know, God wouldn't give me something that I couldn't handle. And I believe like, you know, I have been a leader my whole life. Even as a little kid, I was like super bossy and that doesn't necessarily make you a leader, but I wanted to be a leader and therefore, you know, figuring it out, trial and error, what works. Um, I feel that I'm uh, I have a lot of great leadership qualities that I've acquired over the years and, and I'm proud of that. I'm happy to carry that. So talk to me uh, now about, about shake this and your career now what's going on what are the exciting things you're doing right now well i just wrapped up fashion week it was my first fashion week in new york um first first fashion week ever and i sat front row at various shows which was really cool such an honor um i performed at several shows which was really cool i did two shows over the weekend at sony hall which is kind of where I got my start. I had my first two big performances in 2021 over there and not singing my own songs. And this year I got to come back and it was all about me and it was all about Shake This. And I got up there and I fucking killed it. And I was so nervous. Like when I run off stage, like when I get off stage, I like run straight to the dressing room and sometimes I like cry or, you know, like, I'll be like, oh, my God, that was so terrible. And then, like, you know, when my team is smiling at me and going, no, that was great. You know, like, no one noticed that part or no one, you know, whatever. Um, I'm just so grateful that I have support, right? They're not just yes men. Like, they're going to tell me, like, that fucking sucked, <laughs> you know, but I always judge myself and then it's like, okay, the performance is over. You need to revel in it. And one of my very good friends, James Oliver, he would be like, we're not doing this right now we're not doing this. We're not, we're not going through the parts that you messed up on. We're not doing that. We're going to go out there. We're going to say hello to the fans. We're going to, we're going to have a good time. And and the fact that you got up there by yourself and sang your songs, you know, is, is huge. And so I'm really proud of myself. And I know that people don't always say that about themselves. You know, we talk super negatively to ourselves. I'm guilty of that. But uh, I am super proud of myself for fashion week and changing in the car and, and switching outfits and switching dresses and and getting up there and it was so freaking hot in a lot of these studios and it's been a hundred degrees out here. And so I just, it, it was so fast. It was like, get in the car and come here and leave halfway here. And it was just like, it was, it was some rock star shit. I loved it. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Uh, most women would, uh, would, uh, really be going nuts to experience that. So that's pretty exciting. You Are know, you it's on my vision. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Please. Oh, you just, you're saying like so many women would like want to be a part of that. And, you know, my advice to y'all is to make a vision board. You know, I, I have a vision board 
uh, of my, you know, I was watching uh, the, here, let me restart. So I was on Masterclass, you know, that really cool app that they have all these celebrities come in and like teach yeah. different things. So I took the Kris Jenner marketing Masterclass and she does vision boards all the time. And she said, do one that is for your daily life. How do you want to wake? Like, what would be the perfect day for you? How do you want to wake up to how you want to go to bed? And mine is this like snake of chronological order. And it starts with like me waking up in the morning with my cats, like journaling, having my coffee, um, you know, fitness. There's a, you know, an image of like a, a woman at a desk, you know, with papers and stuff. So to me, I'm like, okay, let's do some admin stuff. Let's check some emails. Let's make sure everything's organized all the way down to like, you know, an image of like a rock star being like held up by a crowd with a microphone, clearly at some sort of festival. And um, I have hair and makeup and I always like cut out the eyes or have it be a faraway picture so I can like truly envision myself in the photo. And that's really helped me a lot. And if you look at it, I don't share it, but if you look at it, my friends will come up and be like, you are literally doing this. This is, this is your everyday life. And if y'all want to be in fashion week, if you want to be a model, a singer, a doctor, an astronaut, whatever it is you want to do, make a vision board. And it's just so powerful. Sure. Wow. Yeah, that that is a and you it's, you you know what I have heard some other people doing that. Um, I I don't know when I was young, uh, years ago, like I don't remember things like that being as as uh, prevalent. And and honestly, <laughs> I don't think that uh, women thought as strongly about following these type of career dreams even when I was younger. So I'm I'm thrilled when I see such you know I see a young successful female. Uh, you know, being an example and and following their dreams and showing you really can truly be anything you want to be, right? Like that little commercial that says, you know, if you can see her, you can be her, right? That's that's exactly right. Like if you can yeah. see yourself doing something in in your lifetime, do it. Follow your dream. Um, and so I I do again. I think that's another powerful message, and that's good advice. I mean, because I think that visual connects you probably in a way that's that's several that's seldom other other things can't so, you know the the having a visual of yourself someplace is the imagery of that I think can truly draw you towards something the more you can imagine it the more you can focus on it that you know th that that's like a magnet towards that success um so I agree and I think that's great advice um so are you going to be touring anytime soon so I, I've just been saying I'm touring already because it's just been bananas, you know, back and forth from Miami and having all these pop-up shows. Um, I think I just got a call yesterday that was like, Hey, we need you Thursday and Sunday at this event. I'm like, dope, let's go. And, um, I just feel so confident in myself, um, musically, you know, it's like, I know what I'm singing. I love what I'm singing. Um, and as far as tour goes, like a, like a proper like tour tour, um, I just feel like we have so we have so much data and information right now um, to put together like a really, really cool package. And um, and we have a couple of of options right now of people that I can open for. So all of this chart topping, all of this, 
all of these cool shows, all of this content, you know, that's the thing. Like you just got to put yourself out there. And, and so and how excited. excited were you when you hit the top? Like when you saw your, 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 your song, uh, you know, as it climbed and then it hit the top, like, what's that moment like? Did you see it yourself? Did somebody call and say you ought to look, uh, uh how did, how yeah. did you first hear the news? Cause I think you hit number one. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw it online, just like randomly. You uh, saw it yourself. Okay. I saw it myself. And then, um, you know, obviously had 20 messages in the group chat with my team, um, which was cool. And, you know, I will say, I, you know, I went from 16 to five to two to one, you know, on, on various charts. And the quality of the music is is there. It, it can compete with all other top pop artist and I, again I'm, I'm super proud of that and and the way I felt you know believe it or not I I didn't have like this crazy overly excited reaction and I remember asking myself like why am I not like punching holes in the wall out of joy you know like what like why am I not you know fucking freaking out right now and I think after you know attempting and trying and struggling to become an artist you know, since I was 15, since I left Taekwondo, it just, it honestly, it felt well-deserved. Mm. And in my head, I was like, I'm not completely surprised. It's a great song and I know it and my team knows it. And now everybody else does too. And it was just incredibly validating because Man, like when you're struggling and you live off tuna sandwiches and Campbell's soup and, you know, you have producers who try to sleep with you or, you know, hold your music hostage for more money and, you know, steal your footage. And, you know, you pay for your footage for a music video and they don't and they don't give you the foot. I mean, it's just it's absolutely ludicrous. And, and that's just, you know, barely scratching the surface of some of the things I went through. So, you know, other than just being so grateful, I hard to say I, I think that when women talk about being proud of themselves we kind of get shit on as like being conceited and I don't think that's true I think that when you've worked your whole life and you've you know blood sweat tears and some more blood like at one point you just got to be like finally <laughs> it's, it's about damn time you know and uh so, and so for you that joy that's how it came through you were just more like relieved it finally was you know re feeling feeling validated and feeling relieved that it finally um you know you were receiving truly the credit that you know your music deserves um now obviously there are some people who have that like that tom cruise you know was it risky business moment right that they're they're sliding across the floor in their underwear they're dancing around uh you know when they, the minute they hear something like that but for you it had that washover moment right there are some people who dance around you know and and, for, and some people who have the kind of moment you have like it just the, the, the moment of it you know the, the magnitude of the moment just kind of washes over you uh and you say you know right. I, like I, I I'm here, like I've done this. Right. And there's yeah. that moment that you almost have internally with yourself. So I, I think that's really cool. I um, found the same feeling wash over me when I won my last gold medal in Taekwondo as well. Yeah. On the podium. It was like, I, I just was so exhausted. And I think the biggest challenge for me was cutting weight and being able to just not give up, you know, coming in, weighing at the limit was 107.8. 
And on the scale, it was 107.8, 107.9, 107.8. And they're like, you made it, you made it. And I mean, I literally got I got out of the ring, like shaking, like, you know, it it, it was a lot. And I think that it, it, this is the first time I've actually thought about it like that, that the feeling was, was really similar. Mm. Um, and I think everyone should be proud of themselves for accomplishing things, you know, obviously yeah. effort, excuse me, obviously effort is super important like yeah but to actually win and in all ways and in, in music and in sports and in, in at work whatever it is like you should be proud of yourself yeah i i hate the concept that like we have to like you know keep it under wraps but i think that you can be proud of yourself in a way that comes off as cool calm and mature and agreed so tell uh, tell everybody how they can get information about you. What's the best place to go? Where do you list your information about where you're going to be, where you're appearing, your how to get your songs? So Instagram is number one. I feel as though Instagram is kind of like a resume for everyone. It shows all of your content, has everything going. So at Sasha Prendes with an S and also go to SashaPrendes.com. And you guys can sign up for my newsletter and get all the exclusives. We're going to be dropping a merchandise line soon. Um, I just, again, Those are I the just, best. go to your website, go to your Instagram, uh, you know, and, and you can. And Spotify, Apple Music, <laughs> literally at Google Play, everywhere music lives, you can find, you can find me. And again, that in itself is, is such a huge blessing. So. Oh, Sasha, thank you so much for being here today. Um, I really enjoyed getting the opportunity to talk with you. Uh, mm -hmm. And I hope you'll come back again as you continue to to come out with new music and and uh, take the, the music world by storm. I hope, you know, you continue to come back and chat with me about your creations. Yeah, Tony, girl, I don't... definitely coming back. Um, I did want to say one, I do want to say one more thing um, sure. for the girls and for the boys who are out there. Um, you know, struggling and are, you know, in this limbo of feeling like they're either not, they don't know the next step to yeah. accomplish their goal. They don't know what to do. So I'd say like my biggest few pieces of advice are make a vision board and get really clear about what it is that you want. Get on Pinterest, cut out pictures, you know, print that and, and put it up. And so that you can see it all the time. Um, second is be proud of yourself for every milestone, because what happens is when you win, you move the finish line further and further and further. So you never really accomplish, right, in your own mind. So accept the wins, cross that finish line, and then run another race because mm -hmm. it can be overwhelming, you know, but, and then just don't give up. Just don't give up, y'all. Just, there's so many times. You're just doing anything other than music is just, for me, was just not an option. And so if that's the case for y'all, do what it is that you love and the money will come and the opportunities will come. Oh, I love that. I really, truly do love that um, for advice because uh, I think it is very important not to give up. Uh, the best things in life, right, are earned through, uh, you know, through our labor and our passion. Um in reality, most things worthwhile do not come easy. Um, so, and I think there's a temptation to give up once you don't succeed quickly or you don't accomplish your goals quickly. 
Uh, and I think that's great advice. If you want it, it could happen and just stick with it. Right. Does every yeah. time you get knocked down, get up. You have um, to, you yeah. have to keep going. You will not be happy if you don't go for it. If you don't at least try and it, you may not hit what you thought was your dream, but God also has a way of redirecting you to where you're going to find happiness and, and it's, bigger and better than you could have ever imagined. So just don't quit. Just keep going. Uh, you know what? That's a, that's beautiful advice. Um, and thank you. Thank you for saying that. And I do think it's important. It's important for women who are successful uh, to reach, you know, to reach back and try uh, to help people who are behind them, right? The younger women who are coming up uh, behind them and to send positive messages. Uh, there's not enough positive messages, I think, for young women today. So I'm always happy to share that. I'm really, really thrilled when I get a successful female on who recognizes that uh, and, and takes a moment to pause in their own success to say that. So you got to take it in. You got to take it in, girl. Come on, come on. <laughs> Be proud of yourself. So kudos and thank you. Thank you for taking that moment. Um, I appreciate it. And again, I hope to see you soon. I'm I'm, yes. knowing I'm out there watching as you're doing amazing things. And, uh, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. For sure, girl, for sure. We're going to have a blast. There's so much coming and I'm excited to continue to have little intermediate uh, catch-ups with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm going to close the podcast and say, uh, have a great day, everyone. Bye, y'all.